Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Yeah. 
started playing drums when I was just a wee lad. (laughs) I was like, maybe I was like seven or so. My mom bought me like a little toy drum kit. Like one, like you could probably buy at Toys R Us or something. And I was stoked. I was like, yes, this is so cool. And then she got me some drum lessons and it was like this guy who like comes into the house he's like a long blonde hair he's just like straight out of like white snake or something and he was like looked at this little toddler drum kit and he was like "Mm, i'm gonna bring over a drum kit and then i just remember he brought over this drum kit and i'm like a tiny person playing on this like real person drum kit but i remember like putting on headphones like cindy lopper and playing drums You know, ever since then, I was always like, I'm playing an instrument. I want to play that. I was in middle school band, you know, elementary school. Played the trumpet. I think it was fun. I wish I could have, I wish I could have had the self-esteem to handle being in band. You know, I just didn't. I was like the only girl playing in the brass section, you know. (laughs) It was just hard that age, I guess. Right around then, I was just like done with trumpet. I'm playing guitar now, just trying to like guitar's so hard. I I had forgotten how hard it was until I started teaching it, and I was like I had to really remember like right. It's so hard to put your hand in this sh- weird shape and to move your fingers, <laughs> you know. And I was like trying to think back. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember like thinking, I'll never be good at this. I'm never gonna sound. This is never gonna sound good. <laughs> I'll never be Slash. I'll never be Slash. Was He was my idol, and I was like, it's never going to happen. And then I wish someone would have told me, though, that, like, hey, that guy's playing, like, a $5,000 guitar and has all this beautiful gear. Not, you know, he was also a wonderful guitar player, but I'm, like, I'm playing on a Jackson $100 guitar through a crate amp. It's not going to sound very good. Anyway, I wish someone would have told me that. Curse is Weird was my first band. And then I was doing S on the side as like, it was just kind of stuff that I didn't feel like fit in. Just maybe it was like too precious to me that I was like, I don't know if I, don't know if I want this to be a band song. I made Cool Choices in 2014 with Chris Walla from Death Cab for Cutie. That came out under S. Then in 2015, we pretty much just toured. I was kind of like in the October of 2015. I think we did a headlining tour, and I was just kind of like, I don't want to do another headlining tour. (laughs) Uh, On this record, particularly. It just can be hard sometimes. And and so I was like, I don't really want to do that. In 2016, I was just really doing local shows and that's when I started writing this new record I guess after coming off some much of cool choices tours I was like I guess I'll make a record and I kept thinking I was gonna make this rock record because we had been on tour with a bunch of cool bands and like played with a bunch of like people that were just like doing cool guitar stuff and like everyone had pedals and I was like really um, I really pay attention to what She Shreds is talking about and like being like, come on, She Shreds, <laughs> like, recognize me as a guitar player. <laughs> so I was kind of like, like I'm going to make this guitar album. But then I was just like, or am I going to make this dance album? <laughs> 
So ended up making a dance album because I think it's what I was probably just been trying to do this whole time anyway. And kind of at a point where I was like, I am just messing around with some 80s sounds. I bought a synthesizer to actually do a Cool Choices tour with because we had like some electronic songs on that. And I was like, I guess I got to buy a synthesizer. And then I was just like messing around with it forever, trying to figure out how to work it. Because there's so many buttons, not like playing a guitar. I think when I look back at other records, I'm like, there's always this kind of hint of trying to make (laughs) some electronic music, but I just like didn't know how to, and I didn't know who to ask or how to get into it. It wasn't like just go get a book, a tab, and learn how to play Metallica, which is how I learned how to play guitar. You know, it was like, what does cutoff mean? And there wasn't the, you know, I mean, I guess once I got my hands on a synthesizer, I was like, there's the internet. YouTube was extremely helpful. I had written and recorded the album with Brian Fennell, who produced it. And I mean, we were in the middle of making it when our, when my wife got a job offer in LA and she was like, do you want to move to Los Angeles? <laughs> I was like, uh, uh, I've got to finish making this record, but then I would move to LA. It, that also kind of like tied into it. The, at that time, my guitar player in S, she was about to have another kid and my drummer wanted to go to school and those are things that just like it's really hard to do that and be in a touring band if you don't have like a lot of money (laughs) you know so I was just in this position where like it looks like my band's not going to be able to tour I've already kind of made this record and I didn't make it with them so it would just kind of seemed like, I guess I'll, I guess this is a new start. Today's episode is sponsored by Pride Counseling, an online talk therapy platform for the queer community. Sign up for a free trial and get matched with a therapist in 24 hours for phone, email, or video chat therapy. You don't even need to leave your house. And you're not just helping yourself, you're helping us too. Visit www.homoground.com slash therapy to get your free trial now.
is some amazing looking folks working out and I've just I'm so thrilled with how that video came out it's just like spandex and sexy squats I guess is the best way to describe it my mom described it as like oh it's like kaleidoscope butts and I was like yeah that's what it is when I sent the video into the record label they just emailed me back butts (laughs) I was like yeah I guess so. There's a lot of butts in that video. That's the third video. We put another video out for Coming For You that came out a couple weeks ago. But I will say, on the OMG video, I roped in internet personality, fitness guru, hyperbody, who I really recommend checking out their Instagram. And Mick Dazzler, who's been my Alicia Silverstone of these videos, and <laughs> my creative consultant, I guess you'd call her. Just a real, real treasure. I think you're going to like this video. This is just me, Andy, and Mary Lee doing a choreographed dance. And everyone looks pretty good. Everyone looks pretty good. This album, I really probably worked on the most as a writer. Writing is something that has before felt, in a way, that it's come really, I'm not going to say like easily, but... Once something's written, I'm like, cool, that song's cool. And I think this was the first time I had taken all my demos to a producer and been like, I think these songs are cool and I think they could be cooler. So it was a real experience to be open enough to work with someone who I was like, this person can help me make these songs cooler. And which I'm so... I hug everything so tight that I make that I'm like, no, I can't change it. <laughs> it was a really good experience for me. And I think out of it, becoming a better writer, I love learning new things about music. And this record was a lot of learning for me, which was at times like pretty frustrating to being like, how do you do this? in a like, especially trying to write kind of like electronic if there's something I wanted to do and I could like think it was a thought in my brain, but I'm like, I don't know how to get this into reality. How do I even make this idea concrete with words? I just, it was such a different (laughs) experience than like guitar. I know so well or whatever rock music, I guess. Pop right now is just such a weird production situation that like a whole instrument but Andy was like one of the few musicians that I knew in LA from being on that Chris Purica tour Arwen had moved down here before me and I was down here visiting her and just messaged Andy on Instagram or something and was like hey I'm gonna move to Los Angeles (laughs) do you want to get some coffee luckily we were both on the east side and it worked out just kind of asking Andy, I was like, can you introduce me to some musicians? I don't, you know, or whatever. And they were like, totally, (laughs) you know, I think I'm like trying to shyly be like, do you want to, do you want to play in this band though? (laughs) So I was like trying to seduce Andy with my dance tracks. I was like, do you like dance music though? (laughs) We both figured out that we were both teenage ravers and that was pretty that was a pretty funny coincidence. <laughs> but I'm pretty closeted about that, but it's true. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm just stealing Chris's band, pretty much. I told Chris we were going to be rivals. I was like, I'm going to steal your band. It's going to be like Katy Perry and Taylor Swift of the queer world. I can't wait for the fallout. (laughs) I could see it. Chris has got some passionate fans. They're going to be pissed. (laughs) What happened? What's the real story? How did I steal Chris's band? I just need it to be documented so then it can end up on my Wikipedia page. (laughs) You know, I've been in a band since I was a teenager, and things were different then. Now you can measure each time someone listens to your song. It's just insane. And I think trying to be like confronting my own feelings about what success is more at a place where like I want to feel successful because I enjoy what I do (laughs) you know and I'm making it work somehow versus like you know and just always know that like I think coming to terms with the fact that I'm I will always be reaching I will always be trying to get somewhere and I think if I if I can accept that those those milestones that I think we think sometimes are going to feel a certain way. I think for me, it's like realizing like, oh, it's just been really this process. It's been making something or the process of learning something that like the, the milestone feels less f- like fanfare as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> so I'm trying to just be like, I'm in it for the process, I guess. I mean, I definitely come from a family of workaholics, so there's that. It's like I always want to be learning. Like, I don't have enough time to learn everything I want to learn, and I have to, like, prioritize, like, what I can do, you know, what I have time for because I'm constrained by time. But I think it's trying to be, like, how do I be satisfied and be in this, like, I'm, oh, I want to learn that and I can't, or I want to get there and I don't know if I can do that. You know, but like, feel like I'm, I don't know. I wouldn't say I'm unsatisfied, but I'm always going to be trying to do something, you know. There's nowhere I'm trying to get, really, because I'm always going to be going. Does that make sense?
on twitter and you can find me on spotify you can find the album everywhere even in space it's called single writer r-i-d-e-r this episode was produced by aaron mcgregor and riz casper our community sponsor on patreon is mixtape.lgbt a digital arts and music scene because our communities make awesome things and they want to share them visit mixtape.lgbt to learn more want to take a quick moment to thank our loyal Patreon patrons, Andrew G., Ashley Eamon, Michael Bacon, Willard Joyce, and the Critical Explorers of Future Societies. Today's episode is sponsored by Pride Counseling, an online talk therapy platform for the queer community. Sign up for a free trial and get matched with a therapist in 24 hours for phone, email, or video chat therapy. You don't even need to leave your house. And you're not just helping yourself, you're helping us too. Visit www.homoground.com therapy to get your free trial now. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945.